What is up, guys, and welcome back to the Sweat It Out podcast. If you want to be successful, look inside. We don't like sitting in the discomfort. Then all of a sudden that day came when I got 20 bucks and two free drinks to do a show, and I was like, oh, shit, here we go, baby. You know? <laughs> Thank God she hasn't caught a chicken yet. <laughs> Don't be soft. That patience is key. If all my friends are winning, then it's going to make me want to win more. Woo! Oh, man, oh, man, I'm excited for this podcast today. Today we have a very, very, very special guest, someone we've been looking forward to for a pretty long time, somebody that definitely influences us for sure, and I'm sure is influencing and impacting a ton of people out there. This guy's an entrepreneur. He's the owner of Lightspeed VT, Closer School, and Dropping Bombs Podcast. Guys, help us welcome the one and only Brad Lee. What's up, brother? What's happening, gents? Man, oh man, we've been waiting for this one, man. Definitely excited to have you on. Man, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Let's sweat it out. Let's do it. Let's do it. I mean, you're, you know, I mean, we were kind of mentioning before the podcast started, we're, we truly believe that, you know, you're a huge influence on how we want to produce content and and the authenticity, most importantly, of, you know, where we want to go and how we want to deliver value to people. How do you make it, you know, let's jump right in. How do you, how do you feel so comfortable in front of the camera to, to be able to deliver, you know, and provide people with the type of content you do and the expertise that you have? Uh, my question back to you, gents, would be how can you not? Like, all I do is speak. Like, in other words, if what you're trying to get at is there's a lot of people that, that you know, feel weird about it and they don't, they're, they're not as open and they're, you know, it just doesn't come across the same. And here, I'll tell you why. The way I do it is I don't care um, as much for other people's opinions as I do my own. Meaning I know that I'm being an ethical, good individual on a regular basis. I'm saying things that I think are going to help other people avoid problems and situations. Right? So as I say things, I just, I just don't care if someone doesn't like it. And if more people could think that way, if more people could just figure out how to stop worrying about what other people think so much, they would be a lot better off and their content would be too. I think that's the future of content. I think if you're, you know, superfluous and, or, uh, you know, of that. I love that. You know, I, I absolutely love that you said that because I think it is so true. And I was going to ask you is what is it that you think people should be doing right now to be able to get themselves out of that mindset of being scared to put themselves out there and be real? Like what is one of the biggest tips you would give people starting content or who are currently producing content, but they're just not being absolutely real with themselves? 100% is stop worrying about what other people think. Stop fearing judgment of others. You know, ultimately bro, you think in your mind what other people are going to think before posting content. I don't. Most people will think, what are other people going to think when I post this? And what's crazy is most times they're incorrect, meaning they fear that that someone is going to laugh at them and, you know, the way they said it, you know, what they said is, is, is going to literally cause them so much anguish that they don't post anything. It's easier not to post anything. But if someone were to say, listen, I just want to be authentic or real like me. Well, here's what I'd say. First of all, dude, you got to start to value yourself and value your, your opinion. See, I value my opinion, bro. I know I can help you guys. I know I can help people following me. I know what I'm saying is truth. See, the certainty in that gives me that, that confidence that, you know, people see in my content and the authenticity. It's like, I don't really care if you're offended by me saying something. I don't want to offend anyone, but I don't really care. Why? Because I value my own opinion, bro. This is gold. Like, dude, let me, let me tell you, everybody out there, in the world has gold. They're just afraid to put it out there because they don't believe that other people will think it's gold. So you see what I'm saying? You need to, you need to see yourself as gold 
and then it's easy to put it out there. You're, you're not, you're not second guessing anything. Why? Cause you value yourself. You value your opinion. You value your advice and you value it over time because you've witnessed what that advice will prevent or cause. So how, how did you get there? You know, I mean, <clears throat> I'm, I'm sure being able to build that confidence had to take some time, had to take some, you know, real mental resiliency. So how did Bradley get to the point where he didn't give a shit about, you know, what other people were thinking? Cause he knew the value was there. Well, dude, I mean, when you're awesome for as long as I've been, <laughs> I love it. You tend to get a little bit. No, I'm just joking. Ultimately, here's what I do. I call them the sacred six. It's real easy. First thing I got to do is forgive myself for all the shit that I've caused, which again, in the past has been quite unimaginable. Some of the things I've dealt with and or caused. So I have to forgive. You have to forgive yourself. Step one. Step two, you have to commit to do what you say you're going to do. You have to literally start building value in yourself. And the only way to do that is to keep the promises to yourself. Like, it's so important that people understand this one. Step two is to commit to do what you say you're going to do and never, ever not. Step three is rack up some wins, right? We're, we're, we're taught to set these big goals and we do, and then we never hit them. Well, that's a loss. So if we just reverse that and said, let me lower the targets a little bit and start hitting them. That's racking up some wins. Why? Well, if you repeatedly lost, would that make you a winner? Definitely not. Or not in my book. No. Yeah, not in my book. Mm-mm. Yeah, it'd make you a loser if you lose all the time. Now, dude, what if you're sitting there in your mind losing all the time? And in your mind, you know you lose all the time. Pretty soon, it starts to chip away at your confidence. It oh, starts yeah. to make you believe that you're a loser. And when you believe something, it's reality. So if you want to change your beliefs, you have to change your information, right? You have to get new information to change your beliefs and you have to change your beliefs to change your actions. So racking up wins every single day is as easy as lowering your target. Like, Hey, can I, can I call one more person today? Can I work one extra minute? Can I work out one extra minute? Can I do one more rep? Can I walk one more step? Of course you can. Well, then set those goals every single day. And again, every day you're setting new goals. So every day you're progressing. And then you start to build confidence and you start to gain a little momentum and you start to feel good about yourself and you start to expect a little bit more. You start to do a little bit more. And then step four comes into play. That's where everybody in your circle will start to either support you or discourage you. And it's real easy to tell those people because some people will be like, who do you think you are? You know, I liked you better the other way. Oh, look at him. He's going to try to be cool. Oh, you're going to try to get rich. Are you good luck? Those people are not your friends. You want to eliminate idiots. Like do not allow idiots in your circle, even if you're alone. Like it's better to be alone than around the wrong people. And when they're telling you every day negative shit, it's literally causing you to doubt and, you know, even listen to because all that's stored, you just want to eliminate that. So that's step four. Just eliminate and then step five is you want to visualize every day. And in order to visualize, you have to see it. In order to see it, you have to think about it. And that helps. But most people fail to realize or think about really what success looks like exactly. So step five is to, is to basically create a map and visualize it. So like, what, what is success? What do you think success is exactly? Not kinda, you know, I need to be rich. How much, what is rich? What is rich? Again, I'm broke to a couple of friends of mine, right? I'm (laughs) broke with a joke. So at the end of the day, what's rich? Okay. Figure out what that looks like. What would you do with the money once you got it? Start to visualize all of that on a daily basis. And then step six is seek new information on a daily basis. Pick up a book. You know, I'm not talking about Moby Dick. I'm talking about self-help book. Okay, read new information. Every day you you should be saying to yourself, did I get any new information today? And if you're like, I'm not really sure. Well, then you didn't intentionally seek out new information and you need to. When you get new information, 
you, you literally start to change your beliefs and changing your beliefs is the key. The reason you're getting what you're getting is because you believe what you believe and you're doing what you're doing. So if you want to change what you're getting, you got to change what you're doing. And the only way to change what you're doing is to change what you believe. Mm -hmm. And the only way to change what you believe is to get new information. Because if you got no new information, you would believe the things you already believed. Mm -hmm. Like the only way to form new beliefs is to get new information. And obviously every day we're getting new information as we walk around. A car just drove by. That was new information. But I'm talking about seek relevant information. If you, if, if you're, if your sales are down, seek the information to increase your sales, focus on increasing your sales. You'll increase your sales. Okay. If you don't know how to drive traffic, focus, seek information on marketing, seek the information that's relevant to what you're, you know, visualizing. And then every single day you're getting smarter, brighter, faster, more and more confident. And then you know, 90 days later, bro, when someone flips on a camera, you're, you're, you're talking just like I am, you know? And by the way, you know, a lot of times people don't understand that what you're seeing on social media from me is real, not, not Israel, but is real. <laughs> oh, I know that. Yeah. You can, I, I mean, that. but you can feel that, right? Yeah. You can feel it. When you, when you view the content, you can feel it when you start yeah. to apply it in your own life, right? The, the yeah, mindset you, shift that you can make. Well, yes, but do you know why it seems so real? Because it is real. It is real, yeah. Like, like, in other words, I have a camera that follows me around. They talk, I mean, they film me talking to employees. They film me talking to customers. They're filming me right now. They're filming me do your podcast. So literally all day long, this camera is on me being real. Like I'm not thinking, what should I create? Yep. Just I'm not thinking, hey, let me look at the camera and say something I think everybody wants to hear or I think they should hear. I'm not thinking about it at all. I'm 100% living my life and you're seeing it on social media, which is why people are like, damn, that dude's real. Well, it's because what you're seeing is real. Yeah. I keep thinking I'm saying Israel. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what's something else I love that you said not too long ago in one of your pieces of content? I love how you said, um, I am the most important person. I am more important. To me, though. To me, exactly. To you. Yeah, because you say that, now people are going to start, you know, of course. But I love that because it really stuck out because I'm like, yo, it's so true because most people don't, they don't, they don't treat themselves like if they're the most important person to themselves. Dude, not only that, who, who listen to me? Who in your life is more important than you? It's true. And if the answer is my wife or my dad or my mom or my kids, folks, I'm telling you, if you really believe that those people are more important to you than you are, then you've got it incorrect. In other words, if they're really that important, then focus on yourself and that is the best thing you can do for them. hundred percent. Yeah. They're that important to you. Make yourself more important than them and you'll be the most valuable to them. You can be. Cause then you can actually show up. You can not only that, bro, not only that, but you start operating differently. You know, I, I am the most important person in my life. I'm the only one that's going to be here. I'm the only one that's going to have any control over me. You know what I mean? Like other people can do what they do. You can't control that, but you get to control how you react. You get to control what you think. You get to control what you consume. You don't have to do anything. It's just like, what if you go to jail? They can put you in jail, man. They do not control your mind. Only you do. And if you're in control of your mind, who is more important than that individual? That's it. I mean, when you can when you can pour into yourself, right, and you can invest your time and your energy into yourself, you know, you then have more energy to be able to help other people out. And because you're in control of the things that you're doing, right, instead of making other people the precedent in your 100%. life. And, and I like what you mentioned, too, you know, when you were giving out those, you know, the six ways in which you can really shift your life is, you know, cutting out the people that aren't there to help you or support you in the ways that you need to be supported as you make this transition to being more successful. Right. I find it, it, 
with most people, it's so difficult for them to cut these people out of their license. Like, well, what are they, what value are they really bringing you? You know, they're not, they're not helpful. They're dragging you down. They're, you know, they're putting these seeds into your mindset on the fact that, oh, you're not going to be good enough. Like what, why is that beneficial for your life? And why is it so important to hold on to those people if they're not going to, you know, be there in order to help you get to where you want to go or help you elevate your life in the way that you want to? hundred percent. Now, Brad, when it comes to family and you have family that's acting like that, how do you, how do you properly remove yourself from that? How do you properly um, suggest somebody to go around that, uh, around that angle when it comes to family, knowing that your family's one of those people or some of those people holding you back? Yeah, I, I, I say, you know, ghost, you know, you just fade away when they're family and stuff it's a lot more difficult to just cut them out because you see them at Christmas and all that or Hanukkah or whatever you celebrate. Mm -hmm. But, but what I tend to do is just fade out. Meaning, you know, when, when I see them call, I don't answer when I know they're going, I opt out. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I avoid hanging out with those people. I don't call them up and say, now, don't you call me, mister. You know, you're a negative individual. Now, again, if I really cared about them, like if they were my child or something, well, then I would set them down. And I would say, listen, if you want me around, I'm not listening to this shit. So when you're around me, stop it or you won't be around me. And I don't really care who it is. Why? Well, because, dude, you don't need anybody except yourself. So true. If more people understood that, dude, life would be better for everybody. We think we need people. We think we need all these things. We think they need us, you know? And in a lot of time, or a lot of the time, we don't. We don't need people, and people don't need us. Now, again, we could argue and find you know, where that's incorrect. Like, you know, brand new baby needs people. We understand. Yeah. There's times that we depend on each other, but my point is I, I don't need the approval of others to feel good. Most people do. They need the approval of others, which is why they don't put stuff on social media because what if someone doesn't like this? What if somebody doesn't like me? Who cares? Do you like you? That's what matters. Do you like you? Yeah, it's a, it's an incredible thing when you, you know, you can start to feel prideful in yourself and you can start to take action in your own life and, and make those oh, changes. Dude, you do not want to be proud. Pr you know, the fall goeth before the pride or vice versa. What is it? The pride goeth before the fall. See what I'm saying? Like we, we listen to all this shit that doesn't necessarily pan out. Like money doesn't grow on trees. Have you ever heard that? Oh yeah, definitely. But that's all they say. Mm. They don't tell you where money does grow. Why? Well, because the people saying money doesn't grow on trees clearly don't know where to get any. <laughs> Facts there. That's true. I can tell you where money grows. Do you you want to know where money grows? Uh, I love tell us where that. the money grows. In other people's pockets. Boom. Dude, money grows in other people's pockets. That's where it grows. And if you want some, go out and meet more people. Shake more hands. The more hands you shake, the more money mm -hmm. you make. Mm -hmm. The more the more introductions you do, the better off you are. Your network is your net worth. Like, we've all heard these cliches. They're true. Like, dude, I can pick up the phone and FaceTime some people that they get paid $100,000 to take an hour phone call. And I can call them up, shoot the shit, ask questions, text them. Why? Well, because I made an introduction. You know, I wasn't afraid to walk up to people. I was introducing myself. I provide value to, to everybody. You know, if I'm in your life, you're lucky. See, why? Well, because, dude, I'm looking to provide value in people's lives. My employees, dude, my turnover is only because most of them are leaving to start their own businesses because they hung around me long enough to want one. <laughs> You know, they hear me saying point blank, dude, I can't believe people are out there working for a wage. You know, the only reason you should ever be working for a wage is because you need money and a stable table to build a business. Meaning, dude, I worked for other people while I built my business in the past and those businesses failed. And then I've literally quit my job to go build a business. So there's more than one way to do it. The question is, is 
why are you accepting that you're worth 60,000 a year? Like that's what you're worth period. And and by the way, if you put in time with, with the company, you might be worth 80 by the time we're done. Hey, pass brother. I I appreciate the, the, the opportunity. However, the world is filled with opportunities. The problem is, is they're usually disguised as risk and work. So people avoid them. So you want to get good at solving problems. So you should be looking for problems every day. What are most people doing? They're trying to avoid them. Yep. Yep. Makes no sense. You get good at practice. Well, let me practice solving some problems. People are running from small problems, right? They're, 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 and and by the way, the longer you do that, the bigger the problem becomes. So it's like find small problems and get good at solving them. And you become a problem solver. That's what I am. I'm a problem solver. I can solve people's problems in business and relationships in life, you know, all kinds of problems. Why? Well, number one, I'm ancient. Number two, uh, you know, I've probably experienced a lot of crap that if I would have known what I know now, my life would be 10 times better. I would have, I would have got here faster. I would be, you know, I would have saved myself so much brain damage, pain and money. It's unbelievable. That's why I wrote that book I'm coming out with. Well, it's actually, you know, getting shipped here soon, but it's called the hard way lessons. I learned the hard way. So you don't have to guys there. There's universal truth, man. Like for example, for every action, there's a reaction. Do you believe that? Oh, hundred percent. Okay. So that dude, that's a fact. If, if, if you believe that, then you understand that like action causes like result. See, if, 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 if I'm buff and you want to be buff, do what I'm doing. And I'll bet you, you get buff too. Not, not think about doing what I'm doing, not say you're going to do what I'm going to do or what I'm doing, but do what I'm doing. Problem is when people say, well, what is he doing? Well, go ask. Mm-hmm. Google. That's that new information that's I'm talking about. That's a, like, that, go figure out what these people are doing. Somebody says, hey, I want to be like Bradley. Go do what Bradley yep. does and yep. has done every day for 20 years. Go do what he does, and I'll bet you you'll get what he's got. If you if you if there's if there's some you know individual out there that's extremely talented, like, hey, I want to play piano piano like like uh you know, Beethoven or whoever plays kick-ass piano, you know, there's talent involved as well. You know, like, Hey, I want to be like freaking Michael Jordan. Well, everyone wants to be like Mike. Okay. That ain't going to happen, but dude, we're not talking about one in a million things. We're talking about every day. We're talking about day-to-day life. Like you see someone that built a business, you can build a business. You see somebody that made a million dollars. You can make a million dollars. Go do what they did. Like action causes like result. What's the rocket science behind that? A lot of people are too scared to go get. I feel like a lot of people are just too too scared to extend that arm out, go ask. Yeah, look at it. it. Yes, but look at why. Why are they scared? There's There's one thing mainly that causes them to be scared. What do you think it is? Social media. No, no. Part of it. Sometimes They don't feel like they're providing value. They're not solving problems. Incorrect. It's a a lot of it, I think, too, is imposter syndrome. Well, again, that stems from it. But the reason is because they fear the judgment of others. That's the main reason. They fear the judgment of others. You guys fear the judgment of others. So how do you block all that out and become that elite level closer that, that, you know, you've been able to you know, facilitate in your own life for yourself and and for those that work for you? Well, you become a kick-ass closer, but, but I already answered the question. Here's, here's another thing I'll point out and and hopefully not make you the example. You ready? For sure. You can make me the example, please. It's how you get better. Okay, (laughs) Okay, good. What are the sacred six things that I just said that will fix your life and your confidence? You got to, Believe in yourself. That's not what I said. You have to uh, knock out the, the people in your life that aren't there to support you. Well, that's not what I said, but that is one of them. You got to forgive yourself. Okay, there's there's one. 
Want to keep going? Want to take turns? Look. Let's go. Yeah, but you watch. Look what's happening. I just said it not 10 minutes ago, and you guys have no clue what I even said, and you didn't take the time to write it down, which means it must not be that important to you. Like, if I just told you six directions to get to a billion dollars, you would have grabbed a pen. You would have wrote it down. Um, I'm going to go back to the recording of the podcast and, and go write them down. Well, good. That's called circling back. I, I recommend everybody circles mm-hmm. back. Uh, repetition is the key to learning. But my point, the example I'm demonstrating is I just said it 10 minutes ago and you guys can't remember it. Why? Well, because just, just because we heard the information doesn't mean we learned the information. Mm-hmm. Learning, learning takes good content, repetition, practice, and accountability. You have to have those four ingredients. If you leave a couple of those ingredients out, you're not really learning. You're, you're more being exposed. See, I just exposed you to the secret formula I call the sacred six. Everybody says to me, you know, how, how do you appear so confident and not so afraid of like being you? And I'm like the sacred six, but nobody writes them down. When I say nobody, I don't mean nobody. But my point is, is we as human beings, we expose ourselves to information, but very rarely do we apply ourselves to learn it. Now, if you truly want to be successful, you have to learn. And that takes good content, repetition, practice, and accountability. It's what my whole company, the one that really made me the most money is Lightspeed. And that's what it's built on. It's an interactive training technology that allows people to deliver, track, and measure content with repetition. So there can be complete accountability, which is why you know it's better than any learning system out there, any LMS, any company that has all these online training systems. They're not training systems. Those are hosting systems. You know, ours is a training system. It's designed to apply repetition, practice, role play, and complete accountability. I I mean, it's made me millions of dollars. Now that you're on that, where can people go get access to that? Well, if you guys, you know, if anybody listening needs to train a team better or make money selling their content, just go to lightspeedvt, like virtualtraining.com. It's what we specialize in. But, but, but again, it goes back to good content, repetition, practice, and accountability. If you want someone to actually yeah. learn, you have to do that. And, and, you know, I realize we're on a podcast, but, but you, you, you already were thinking, I'll go back and take notes. Well, if you don't, this is going to come and go. And three years from now, you guys are going to go, man, remember when we were talking to Brad, and, you know, shit, he's a billionaire now. And you'll be like, <laughs> damn, dude, like that guy was good. Let's see if we can get him back on the podcast. And you guys will be just you know, floating through life, being exposed to all this information, but never applying it mm-hmm. and never learning it. So anyone listening, I'd go back and listen to this podcast 20 times. I'm not joking. And when it becomes so familiar that you literally can lip sync what we're saying, now you've learned what's in it. The next step is take action and apply it. Because again, you can learn everything you want. If you don't apply it, it doesn't work either. And this is why Brad is always dropping the bombs. Well, it's just, dude, I mean, (laughs) listen, people can, people can bullshit themselves, but at the end of the day, man, you can't run five miles a day and be fat. Right. That is true. That is very true. I mean, but that, that's why we love having people like you on, right? It's like, you know, we're, we're still very young. We're both, you know, he's 28, I'm 29. We're, we're trying to learn from the best and we're trying to, you know, not only get exposed, but then be able to go back and listen to our own podcast and be able to, take the advice that you guys are giving us and, and our listeners and be able to apply it to our lives so that, you know, one day we're in your shoes and we're coming on other people's podcasts and we're dropping bombs like you have been, you know, on, on this episode so far. So, you know, we really appreciate, you know, the time that, that you're giving us so that we can continue to grow ourselves. I mean, that's the whole point of, of doing this is so that, you know, we can get in front of people like yourself and, yeah. and be able to learn and grow and, and create the lives that we want for ourselves and the future that we want for for us and our families. And, and going back to what you said, Brad, you know, hanging out with the right people, right? So us doing these pods, we are hanging out with the right people, definitely. That's um, right. And we, that's part of our, our journey here is hanging out with people like you who can influence us when in return we can influence others. And uh, we appreciate that 100%. Because uh, I'll, right. I'll tell you right now, it's so true what you said, and I've, I've heard this all the time. It's like there's so much great resources out there, so much good content. Of course, there's stuff that you know isn't that great either, but there's a lot of good stuff but only 1% of people are actually going to go do something with it and actually take action with it. That's right. 
You know, and, and, and holding yourself accountable to, to be able to do those actions consistently long-term, right? It's not, not an easy thing to do, but if, if you want to make that future for yourself, what, what you set that goal out to be, you, you, there's no other way to do it than to be consistent, you know, be relentlessly consistent with your actions. So that way, like you said, you can go back and review, assess and, and tweak it as you may be. I feel like too many people put in a month worth of effort and like, oh, this isn't working out for me. And they just try to completely reinvent the wheel from there. You know, so in what ways do you assess how things are working for, for your company and for your employees and for yourself, and then be able to make the tweaks necessary to be able to continue, continually see that growth that you want to see? You know, just pay attention, listen, you know, watch, you know, in some cases where people give up after a month, it was the wrong thing to do, but, but, you know, in some cases it was the right thing to do. For sure. So you just got to pay attention, man. It's not, it's not difficult if you're listening, Right. You know, be interested in what's going on. Look at the data. You know, if you're not measuring something, you're not managing something. So if I were to say to you guys, you know, how many prospects did you get last month? You know, I don't know. Then you probably don't know your closing ratio. Yeah, I don't know. You know, um, I could guess, you know, dude, you're so, you know, you need a lot of help. Mm. Why? Because the first thing you have to understand is what doesn't get measured doesn't get managed. Anything that you measure, you can improve, right? So again, I want to improve my sales. Okay, are you measuring your sales? Are you measuring the tasks and, and, and functions that are required to, to create one? And if the answer is no, well, start there, man. How many phone calls did you make? People start going, holy shit, dude. I counted last week and I really only made six calls, mm-hmm. six calls in 40 hours. <laughs> Holy moly. What were you doing? Well, I was thinking about who to call. Oh, see. So now what do you want to do? You want to figure out who to call Buy leads. I just started a lead company called sales hammer. Like it's literally the best leads, the best training and the best tools for insurance, mortgage and Amazing. solar. And we're adding, we're adding more all the time because people waste so much time knocking on doors and prospecting. Well, dude, I've created, you know, an application where I'm, I have the interested buyers. You just need to go sell them. What would be better prospecting all week and closing on Friday or closing five days a week? I would much rather close five, five days, days a week, all, all, all week, every week. Yes. Yeah, so you you know? just buy leads. You know, people are like, dude, you, you know, you know, buy leads, you know, what if, what if they don't answer? What if the person doesn't answer when you're knocking on the door? Mm-hmm. Like, like, you know, if they, if they're not buying the leads that you're buying, if, if the leads that you're buying aren't buying, stop buying those leads, but don't stop buying leads altogether. That's true. Like, dude, there's people right now in the solar business, they go out to a neighborhood, they knock all day long. Right. When in reality, I know people in the solar business, they're, they're talking to leads that we've found all day long and they're, and they're outselling the door knockers, you know, three to one. So why would you go knock on doors yeah. when you don't have to? It's it not makes as no productive. Sense. Yeah. Well, just, just, dude, people are limited in their belief there. We've been taught things over our lifetimes that just don't apply. You know, money doesn't grow on trees. It grows in people's pockets. You know, we only have 24 hours in a day. That's not true. How many hours do I have in the day? Depends on who works for me. Like I remember you saying that. I remember you saying that. Yeah, one of my favorite pieces of content from you. Yeah. You know, opened my eyes to to a lot of things. You said something about if you got two people, that's 48 hours. If you got three people, it adds on. If you got, I remember, I love that. Yeah, time's unlimited. You just have to know how to get it and leverage it, create it. So true. So true. And, and here's the other thing, Brad, too. Like, I think another thing that a lot of people will sit and look at, and this is where I said, like, I think social media too, like as much as it encouraging, it sometimes discourages people. They'll see somebody like you and they'll be like, well, you know, Brad, I'm sure is getting an influx of DMS of just leads falling into DMS constantly every single day. So he's knows there's a reason why he's making so much money, but they don't really realize that on the back end of stuff, you're just, you're cranking away, hitting different ways, different pipelines to get leads, calls, you know, obviously you got the service in place and they, but most people think that it's just falling on your lap because of what you already have. And they, they perceive it that way. But in reality, people, so people shut themselves off and they don't want to actually go out there and get, you know, uh, and I've seen that being such a big issue right now, like with a lot of, 
different coaches, a lot of different people trying to do their their uh, lead gen and just thinking like, well, I have to have this page verified or at this level in order for me to get leads the same way these guys. It's easy because their name is out there like that. Well, what most people don't understand is those people have been doing it a lot longer than you have. Mm -hmm. So we try to, you know, compare ourselves when we should prepare ourselves. Like, you know, take one of these gurus with the blue check mark. Well, dude, they didn't just start with a blue check mark. It's 100%. You know, the question is, is how do they get a blue check mark? And then the answer is, well, they did this, 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 this. Now go do that, 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 and that. And I'll bet you, you get a blue check mark too. <laughs> Because again, I mean, like if that's what's required and it's not, but if it is required and that's what you need to do, figure out how do you get a blue check mark? It's not rocket science. Well, the answer might be, dude, you need to make 4,000 videos on a subject. You need to post 472 blogs. You need to attend 492 conferences. You need to fly to 492 cities and you need to miss three years of your kid's life. And now people, oh, I ain't doing that. Well, then shut the fuck up. Sit down, <laughs> yeah. Take the jersey off and let the players play. Because you can say you want to be rich, but that doesn't necessarily yeah. mean you're willing to do what it takes. And that's why so, I don't believe in the word balance. That's why I don't believe in the word balance. Well, I mean, I believe in the word balance, but not, not necessarily in the way that people ask it. Like, dude, mm -hmm. like, stand on a beam, you'll balance <laughs> Otherwise, it's always going to be like a eh, little bit lower than the other. Yeah, but I mean, all I'm saying is there is such thing as balance, but, you know, balance isn't 50% of this and 50% yeah. that. Yeah. You know, sometimes balance is, is priority. Yep. You know, sometimes I'll work 10 hours a day for five days straight, right? And not worry about going home and spending time with the little ones. And then, Sometimes I'll spend five days straight with the little ones, no time working, but it's the squeaky wheel gets the grease mentality. It's what do I need to focus on right now? And again, if you're, if your family's important to you, well then believe it or not, they don't need you at home as much as you like to believe they do. Okay. A lot of times those kids at home where you're like, Oh, I need to spend time with my kids. They're thankful that you're not home bothering them. You know, they're on their iPads talking to their friends. They, they don't want you there 24-7 like you think they do, you know, but they need me. No, they don't. Dude, listen, trust me. You go focus two good hours, it's better than eight fake hours. Mm -hmm. It's about that intent. So what, what, do, what does Brad's little kid say about Brad? Do they, do they want Brad around all the time? Uh, no. <laughs> no. Um, they think I have more money than Jeff Bezos. <laughs> someone, someone asked the other day, who's Jeff? My little girl asked, who's Jeff Bezos? And my wife said, he owns Amazon, has a lot of money. And I looked at her weird, like, why would you, why would you say that? And then my little girl said, he doesn't have more money than daddy. And then I said, that's right. You got to love that confidence. Yeah, you got to love that. Oh, well, awesome. well, that's right. He mm -hmm. doesn't. Okay. He might be in possession and control of a little bit more at this time, but life ain't over, bitches. Love yeah. that. Hell yeah. Love that. That's powerful. And that's the thing, like, if more people thought like that, you know, if more people thought like that, you know, understanding that it's like, yeah, my life isn't over. Like, don't settle for what you think where you're at now. Really put yourself out with what you can be in in the, in the, obviously in, in the now to do what you can do in the future. Um, you know, and going back, if people can be more like that and, and understanding too, that, you know, don't be in fear, like, man, there'd be such huge, huge, huge shifts in the way that people are living their lives today. Yeah. What's there to be afraid of? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It can't be worse than where you're at now. You know, if you're in fear, can't be yeah, worse than that. The other day I was asking somebody at this, at this event I was at and uh, he was asking me some questions and I said, why don't you just spend the money? And he said, well, then I'd be broke. And I'm like, dude, you're broke now. Mm -hmm. Like, unless you've got, you know, millions of dollars, you're broke now, man. You know, people got nine grand in the bank. They're like, ah, if I spend that, I'll be broke. Dude, you're broke now. 
Take the $9,000 and invest it into courses, into advertising, into marketing, into yourself. You know, get rid of the $9,000 and try to make $90,000. Because if you just sit there and hold on to that nine so you don't go broke, dude, you're already broke. Yeah, you. I mean, you had you had a piece of content the other day about that, right? You're like, I made ten grand. I kept five to to be able to pay my bills. I put five right back in my business. Hired a salesperson, so then we had two people to make ten. You know, once I got twenty, I put ten into get another salesperson, so that we can make thirty or forty or fifty, sixty yep. from there. You know, and it's 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 so true. People get a little bit of cash and they want to hold on to it because they think it's the last bit of money they're going to make instead of reinvesting in themselves, reinvesting in their business so that they can continually make the profits that they want to make and, and exponentially grow over time. Or my favorite one, if your wife is spending your money, go make more money. <laughs> that's my wife's favorite one, too. Uh, yeah. I, I, was just I like, feel like that's it. Every like, significant oh. other is like, all right, yeah, perfect. Go go make some more money. That'd be great. The life lessons of Brad. Mm -hmm. But well, like I you mean, said, it's in other people's pockets, right? got to go find it. You don't have to find it. You already know it. It's in their pocket, bro. You got to shake their hand, introduce yourself, and build a relationship to have any chance of getting any. Mm -hmm. So you really want money. It's in everybody else's pockets. Mm -hmm. You need to go introduce yourself, build a relationship to get any. See, again, like everybody wants to make it harder than it is. Like, guys, if all the money that you want is in all those people's pockets, why are you letting them pass you by? Why are you not introducing yourself? Nine times out of 10 is because you don't think you're worth introduction. You literally, or you just don't understand, but now you do after listening to this. Guys, money is in everybody's pocket. If you want some of it, you have to introduce yourself, number one, and you have to, you know, build a relationship. Money is derived from relationships. So how many do you have? If you don't, well, I, only, I, you know, I got a small circle of friends. You know, I don't know many people. Well, dude, then you're limiting your ability to make money. The more people that know you, the better off you are, unless you're a criminal. So, so at the end of the day, it's like when it comes to business, I keep telling people, the, the more people that know you, the better. Sometimes people will ask me to coach them, and I usually don't, but, you know, when they drop 100 grand, I do. And I'll start asking questions like, well, let me ask you, how many people did you introduce yourself this week? And they're like, I don't know. Okay, so that means you're not intentionally introducing yourself every single day. You're not tallying up how many people. You don't realize the money's out there. And they're like, dude, I never thought about it like that. Let me start doing that. And then like two or three weeks later, they, 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 they say, listen, I was you know, over here having lunch and I saw this person, so I introduced myself. Turns out they're bop, 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 bop. We just did this deal and we just did that deal and we just did this deal. And I'm, bop, 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 bop. And I'm like, I'm not surprised, bro. That's how it works. Like introduce yourself, introduce yourself. And if you don't want to, if you feel awkward doing it, it's because you're fearing the judgment of others. So now go do the sacred six, stop being a pussy and go introduce yourself. What's the worst that can happen? They're dicks and they don't introduce themselves back, which is rare. Okay. Well, you know, there's COVID. I, you, listen, you can introduce yourselves virtually. I'm introducing myself to you guys right now. I could call you right now. Let me, let me introduce myself. Hey, if I can do, if I can do anything for you guys, let me know. Hey, I'd like to build a relationship with your podcast. I'd like to go ahead and, you know, tell my, you know, half a million followers on Instagram and, and Facebook that, that, you know, they should listen to this episode. You know, you're like, Oh, that'd be great. We're starting to build a relationship. I'm starting to provide value. Now, if I just continue to do that without anything in return, guys, a year from now, I could call you up and freaking boom. Get whatever you uh, want. Sales, yeah. <laughs> sales just started. Not, mm -hmm. not only that, but you could hear something yep. and you'd think of me. And when someone says, hey, do you know anybody? Yeah, Brad Lee. That, dude's, yep. that dude is freaking a real yep. deal. That dude is a good dude. Like, I highly recommend you call Brad Lee. Mm -hmm. And then they call me and all of a sudden I'm making money. Why? This relationship. Because you're real. Well, no, it's because of this relationship. Now, the fact that I'm real is why relationships last. Mm -hmm. When you're fake, they don't. When you're fake, they, they tend to disappear and constantly change, which is why all of these fake asses on social media, they're putting out a bunch of fake shit, and then they're attracting all these people that like their fake shit, and then they meet them in real life, and they're like, wait a minute, you're not anywhere near like that. And next thing you know, they're unfollowed, and they're unliked. 
And next thing you know, their, 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 their egos get hurt and that now they're depressed and they're unhappy and they can't understand why it's not working. Well, the reason it's not working is because you're not being real and you're not being authentic. So the right people don't have a chance to hear you because you're not talking. You are not talking. Somebody else, some fake ass is talking. You know what I mean? If I just started walking around bitching about something that I really didn't care about, I might attract a thousand people that bitch about the same thing. And then they see me contradict myself. And now all of them start going, that dude's a hypocrite. And then they start putting it out on social media and my whole reputation's ruined. Why? Well, because I, start, I, I was trying to get followers for the wrong reason. Like, first of all, everybody should build a personal brand. When someone says, I don't care about followers, you should care about followers, you moron. Like, think, people. You want followers, bro. Like, you want people. You want millions of followers. Why? Dude, I could literally come out with a freaking pill and swipe up and sell a thousand bottles Done. in the first day at 20 bucks a pop profit. You think I can ever be broke with a personal brand? Never. Oh, no. You think opportunities don't come out the woodwork with a personal brand? You don't think I've, I'm, I'm involved in deals I would never be involved in if I didn't have a personal brand? And then it's like, you know, people, I don't need followers. You know, all you're doing is rationalizing why you don't. Because they think they can't get there. Well, or they, or they want to hate on the people that do, you know, I'm, I'm private. I got my account on private guys, anybody with their account on private. If you ask me again, you want to be private, go ahead and be private, but you should have a public account on all the platforms. Why? Because you want people to know you. And if someone says, not me, I'm happy with my, you know, whatever life I've got. Okay, then you're right. Be happy. And you don't want that. I'm talking about people that want to grow, people that want to expand, people that want to make money, people that want to succeed and make an impact in the world. If that's what you want to do, you have to be known. Mm. Love that you brought that up. Because a lot of people do complain that they want more, they want this, they want that, but then they're not willing to put themselves out there. Dude, I've had a million people call me. I got closer school where salespeople join. I've had people join closer school. And I go to their social media and they're private. And I'm like, dude, why, why would you be private? Well, I'm, you know, I don't have anything to show. I don't want them to see my family. You know, number one, you determine what they, they see. What they say, yeah. But number two, why? Mm-hmm. Are you embarrassed? Are you shy? Well, it's none of their business. Yes, it is their business. Mm-hmm. If you want to do business with them. Mm-hmm. For relation. But again, their, their actions, you know, a lot of the time when, they don't want to put themselves out there because their actions aren't backing up what they say they're going to do. And take off the jersey and get out the game, son. 100%. So like, dude, quit, quit, quit making claims that you want to be rich when you actually don't. What you want to do is you just want to complain. Or you want to, you want to have that aesthetic look that you're rich, right? But like, what, what is that? And again, you, you said at the beginning of the podcast, like, what does rich mean to you, right? Like, first, you got to define that, you know, so That's then you can start building out what actions you need to take from that, from that, you know, that value system that you have. 100%, 100%. You know, and a lot of people think like, oh, I need, you know, rich means I'm, I, you know, I have a Lambo and I have this. Like, okay, great. Again, if that's what rich means to you, you know, for me, it's like having a, a you know, Toyota Tacoma or, or, you know, something durable and, and a lot of money for my kids to be able to go to school with and, and play with, you know, or to be able to reinvest back in my business. You know, it's not about having a Lambo for me. You know, that's not rich for me. So if I try to live that lifestyle, well, then I'm just, I'm just frauding myself. Again, dude, I, I feel bad that you just said that because, dude, you're, if you believe that, you're keeping yourself from Lambos and shit. Well, I just, don't, you, I just don't like Lambos, but. Well, neither, <laughs> neither do I like Ferraris. But my point, is, my point is, is when you're saying, you know, Lambos don't mean you're rich. You know, Lambos could be an indication that you're well off and for wealthy. Sure. But because they're expensive cars, point, and I get what you were saying, and I'm the same way. I have a Ford Raptor, but I also have a Ferrari. But point being is, and where I was going with that for the listeners, is is when you say stuff about people with money, or you think bad things about people with money, like like you know, I I don't think Lambos are cool. I think I think you know Toyota Tacoma, money for my family is cool. That's cool, but dude, there's nothing wrong with Lambos. hundred percent, hundred percent. You just don't prefer them. And let me tell you something: it doesn't mean you're a douche if you drive one. No, and it doesn't 
And it, and it also doesn't mean you're rich if you drive one. Yep. I know people with Lambos and they're doing everything they can to make that payment. Mm. Oh, we live in my, we're here in Miami. We definitely see that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> also, I've also seen people stretch their budgets to afford an exotic car. And that exotic car brought them attention and that attention made them more it's than true. they were paying yep. the exotic car. Yep. So, so at the end of the day, it's called, you know, lifestyle, you know, you can leverage lifestyle on social media. So true. a lot of people faking a Lambo. Well, again, you know, you can fake a Lambo, but it's still fairly expensive to fake a Lambo. Point being is if you have a Lambo, you better be putting it on social media. You better be leveraging that, that to, to gain attention. Even if it's bad attention, somebody, oh, that that guy's a douche. Look, you're not looking for the people that think you're a douche when you drive a Lambo. You're looking for the people that are impressed as shit that you have a Lambo and they want to do business with you. But keep in mind, a lot of people go out there, they get the attention and then they don't know what to do with it. And that's the problem. Figure out what you want to do with attention, then get it. Yeah. Too many people are getting attention. And if it's on accident or it's easy for you, then, then get attention by all means. But what some people do is they spend all this time and money getting the attention, but they're not monetizing it. So they go broke. And pretty soon they're like, I don't know how these guys do it. I don't know how Brad posts two, three times a day on all social media. Who's editing all that stuff? Who's doing all that stuff? That costs money. I don't have that money. Well, again, it's because you're not monetizing the attention. Yep. So you have to have a product. You have to have, you know, a service. You have to have some sort of trade in exchange for money. If you, if you expect money, you have to exchange a value. You know what I mean? If you want to sell somebody something, you just have to raise the value of your product or service above the value they have of their money. So there has to be an exchange and the, an exchange has to take place for for it to work. Most people are running around trying to figure out how to get attention, but as soon as they get it, they're like, well, now what? What do I do? Well, now what is, you know, hopefully you're getting attention relevant to what your, your, your solution is. No. Like I'm a problem, like I'm a problem solver. I could literally solve people's problems in a lot of areas that, that you wouldn't know me as, you know, I've learned a lot about relationships. I've solved a lot of my buddies, freaking marriages, you know, and, and issues, I'm not a damn relationship counselor, but dude, I've lived a long time and I've seen a lot of things and I've read a lot of things and I know a lot of things. And at the end of the day, if I wanted to, you know, I could say, Hey, if you guys are having a problem with your relationship, or maybe you just can't figure out how to get your wife to actually have sex with you, give me a call. Now, when they give me a call, because people will call me, you know, Hey, $10,000, I'll, I'll teach you how to get your wife to love you again. <laughs> And then, and then guess what? What if I didn't know how to do it? Well, then I'd flip them to my buddy, Keith Yaki, who, who does do that for a living, the married game. And then you get commission. That's right. And then I, now I'm making 2000 bucks. Every, everybody that came to me and I just referred them to them. Like people, I don't know how to do it. You don't need experts around you. Now there's plenty of ways to make how to do it. You need to know people who do. That's so true. I I love that you brought that up because it's like even now more I'm like seeing where, where I, you know, we've been going. It's just like, okay, who do I want to put myself around where if I needed to extend my arm saying, hey, we got the person for you. We got the person for you. We got the person for you. A master closer, you know, relationship this, real estate person. Boom. It's like, hey, boom. Hey, let's help each other out. You know, build that referral network, which I know I think a lot of people are too scared to, to extend their arm and build that referral network as well because they feel like, well, I don't know if that person is going to feel that I'm good enough to be in their referral network. Well, you better get... You better get good enough to be in the referral network then if you want to be in it. Oh, yeah. You know? And another thing, Brad, too, like, you know, I'll, I'll go a few years back. You know, I used to think with that mindset of like, you know, but, you know, what if I start thinking I, I want this house, this mansion, like this? Well, maybe I'm fine with the small one or the normal one with this car because people are going to think I'm greedy. And when I unleashed saying, you know what? No, I, I want to be a billionaire one day. I want to own a sports team. I've always wanted to. I want to be able to drive this and wear this and do that. It's just like, man, everything changed. Everything changed because I accepted that realness. I accepted that that's what I would think about all the time. And now it's just motivating me to keep pushing forward. So it, it's like so true. I feel like I get, I see a lot of people get caught up where it's like, well, you know, um, it's because I want to be a minimalist or I want to be this. And it's like when I start talking to them, it's like, wait, but you want to be a minimalist because you feel that you can't obtain to these things. It's not by choice. That's not by choice. Not saying that some people don't want to be. But a lot of people don't want to be because it's like I I feel I can't obtain that, so I'm gonna settle for this, and I'm gonna I'm gonna make myself feel like, oh, in my happy place because 
it's okay to be a minimalist, even though I know I wish I could obtain to this. And when I started realizing, like, accept what you really believe in your mind, and that's what your mind keeps telling you, like, what you want, just speak it out to the universe. Speak it out to the truth, and you'll start seeing those wins start piling on. And uh, for me, it's just been game changer, man. Like, yo, I want that billion. I want that mansion one day. I want this because I really want it. Well, the next question you have to ask yourself and convince yourself of is do you deserve it? I do if I put in the hard work and I put the actions to it. So you just said if. So right now that's why you're not. It's because you don't think you deserve it currently. You only deserve it if. Well, then, you know, execute the if until that becomes a, a, a now. Like, yes, I deserve it. That's when it'll show up. And that's why I'm going to go back to those six that you were talked about. That's why we're going to listen to this podcast episode 20 times. Yep. Well, you just have to believe that you deserve what it is you want, because if you don't believe you deserve it, you'll never get it. Nine times out of 10, you're never going to outperform your own self-image. And if you don't think you're worth a million or a billion, doesn't matter. You're not getting it. You have to literally believe not, not only that you deserve it, but, but how do you get it? Right. There's a couple of formulas like you, but as soon as you believe you deserve that money, like I deserve that money, and you're, and you're serious, you really believe you do, buddy, I'm almost promising you'll have it once you believe you deserve it. And that's, the, that's what we call self-work. That's what we call working on ourselves. You just get to a point where, you know, like look at some of these people out there on social media, man. They're, they're crushing it. Dude, ask them how work, hard they work. They'll be like, dude, I bust my ass. They, they believe they're worth it, man. They're helping so many people. You know, I wish that like all my followers would send me a hundred bucks. I'd never have to work again. Why? <laughs> a lot of them. Mm-hmm. But listen, Plus tips. And, and they all say, dude, that your, your content's so valuable and you changed my life. Okay, then send me a hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my Venmo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, but, but that would only be if all of them did, mm. which is, you know, not likely. So what do you do? You, you, you freaking, you, you believe, hey. I just need to help a, a, a million people or a billion people. Like, don't worry about the money. Worry about helping people, and I guarantee you the money will solve itself. Amen. Yeah, amen, amen. to that. I, I think, think that's, that's a great way to wrap this up for sure. You know, I mean, we really appreciate you coming on, Brad. You know, exposing us, making us, you know, have to learn, have, to, have to get a lot yeah. better. It's, it's so important for, for our own growth and, you know, for the growth of our listeners. We, we really appreciate everything that, you know, you've been able to tell us and, yeah. and been able to shine a lot of light on, you know, the things that even we're telling ourselves that need to change so that we can get to the level that we need to be at, that we want to be at. And for all the other listeners out there, like, you know, when you put yourself around people like Brad and stuff, like receive and take that healthy criticism, receive it. Absor- uh, absorb it and then take action on it because you know like us now we're gonna go back and listen to our own podcast we're gonna apply these things that brad said because if we don't then we're only gonna stay stuck where we're at and that's not where we want to be so unacceptable yo, brad i appreciate you brother for 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 doing that for us for dropping these bombs like you always do for sharing your knowledge your expertise your experiences and just just really making people realize like how we can all go out there and win and how we can all be winners and i appreciate that uh, before we wrap it up, I want to give the floor back to you and just uh, allow people to know where where can they find you, where can they connect with you, where can they get your 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 access to you and your and you know more access to your knowledge and your schools. Well, I mean, if you want to see what I'm up to, just go to bradlee.com, L-E-A, um, or just Google me. But but you know, I don't really want anyone to do anything per se. But you know, I could say, oh, go get my book coming out and you know, follow me and all this, but. What I really want people to do is look inward and fix yourself. Because if you fix yourself, dude, you could be you'll be doing more for you. In other words, if you really want to do something for me, do something for you. If everybody on earth focused on themselves and improved themselves instantly overnight, the whole world would be a better place. Like, you know, Michael Jackson wrote a song, you know, you want to make a change, start with the man in the mirror. Or the girl in the mirror. That's what you can do for me, man. Take these notes, apply them, become a better human being, become, you know, a, a more giving and ethical human being. And dude, you did enough. But if you want to follow me, <laughs> go to bradlee.com or just hit me up on social. 
I, and don't forget to drop the hundred dollars. Send the hundred dollars to Brad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, go subscribe to my podcast, Dropping Bombs. Yeah, hell That's yeah! Right. So one of the best out Definitely there. I love that best. podcast. Love your podcast, brother. Well, if you guys are ever in Vegas, hit me up. Maybe for I'll, sure, I'll interview you guys. Woo! Yeah, we would love that. That'd be awesome. We would love that. You'd be the first that. person we hit up when we're in Vegas. Maybe, right, maybe, maybe, maybe I'll get Josh to drive a Lambo to your place. Hey, listen, <laughs> that's what it takes. I'll do it. You know, you got to do what it takes. Don't embarrass yourself. Yeah, no, I don't want that either. So, although, hey, you know, sometimes it's necessary. But thanks again, Brad. Yeah, we don't want to take up too much of your time. We really appreciate you coming on the podcast. All right, fellas. Thanks for having me, man. Peace. All right. Thank you. See you.